Temp check. What kind of summer are we having this year? A family road trip summer? A beach bum summer? Or a wake me up when the sun sets summer? With Instacart, choose your own adventure and skip the shopping side quests. Where available, you can get ice cream delivered to your hotel, sunscreen to the pool, or cold brew to your bed. Well, door. In as fast as 30 minutes. Wherever you find yourself this summer, you can get the goods. Download Instacart for free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. Minimum $10 per order. Excludes restaurants. Additional terms and fees apply. For the past four years, I've chosen to follow counsel and guidance that has led me into a dark delusion. My distorted version of reality went largely unchecked as I would isolate from anyone who challenged me. Your conduct in this case was disastrous for these children. Adults are supposed to protect children. Ruby Frankie and Jody Hildebrandt have officially been sentenced for abusing Frankie's two young children. It was a dramatic day inside and outside of court. And we have the full recap for you. Welcome to Sidebar, presented by Law & Crime. I'm Jesse Weber. What a journey this has been in the Ruby Frankie and Jody Hildebrandt saga, right? Something that we've been covering since August. We have reached the point where both women have officially been sentenced in a Utah courtroom, and that is what we're going to recap now for you, their sentencing. Now, remember, Ruby Frankie, she was the once popular mommy vlogger who started this now defunct YouTube channel called Eight Passengers alongside her husband, Kevin, or her estranged husband, Kevin, I should say. And this was a channel that had over 2 million subscribers at one point. It documented their lives alongside their six children. But you fast forward a few years, and Frankie stopped posting on the channel. This after intense backlash from the online community over her strict parenting techniques. Eve, this is my tape. What are you doing? What are you doing to this poor baby? Should I tape your eyes to make you sleep? And at one point, she partners up with Jody Hildebrandt, a mental health counselor. And they work together through Connections, this life coaching organization. But in August of 2023, it all comes crashing down. That is when Frankie's 12-year-old son escapes from Hildebrandt's home, runs to a neighbor who calls 911. I just had a 12-year-old boy show up here at my front door asking for help. We know there's been problems at this neighbor's house. He's emaciated. He's got tape around his legs. He's hungry and he's thirsty. And he asked us to call the police. What so he's very afraid. This kid has obviously been... I think he's been... He's been detained. He's been... He's obviously covered in wounds. All right, we need the cops here as soon as possible. So this child appears malnourished, lacerations on his body from being tied up, Police recover him as well as his nine-year-old sister at Hildebrandt's home as well. They both have injuries. They are both malnourished. You come to learn that Frankie and her two children, they were staying with Hildebrandt. In fact, Frankie and Hildebrandt had actually filmed a video together in that house that was posted two days beforehand. So you can't say that they didn't have knowledge about what was going on in that house. They were there. So they're both arrested. They're each charged with six counts of aggravated child abuse. But then months later... Both Frankie and Hildebrandt plead guilty. In fact, before Frankie pled guilty, she actually pled guilty first, her attorneys put out a statement on her behalf where it seemed that Frankie placed a lot of the blame on Jody Hildebrandt. It read in part, quote, 
Miss Hildebrandt systematically isolated Ruby Frankie from her extended family, older children, and her husband, Kevin Frankie. This prolonged isolation resulted in Miss Frankie being subjected to a distorted sense of morality shaped by Miss Hildebrandt's influence. But she ended up pleading guilty to four of the six charges. Two of them were dropped. She pled guilty to inflicting injuries on her children that constituted physical torture, injuries resulting in severe emotional harm, and a combination of injuries that represented one of the charges. And Ruby, in her deal, had agreed to testify against Jody Hildebrand. And then on December 19th, 2023, she ends up pleading guilty. Ms. Frankie, how do you plead to count one aggravated child abuse, a second degree felony? Guilty. To count three aggravated child abuse, a second degree felony? Guilty. To count five aggravated child abuse, a second degree felony? Guilty. And to count six aggravated child abuse, a second degree felony? With my deepest regret and sorrow for my family and my children, guilty. Then on December 27th, Jody Hildebrandt pleads guilty to the same charges in court. Then, Ms. Hildebrandt, how do you plead to count one, aggravated child abuse, a second-degree felony? Guilty. And to count three, aggravated child abuse, a second-degree felony? Guilty. To count five, aggravated child abuse, a second-degree felony? Guilty. And to count six, also aggravated child abuse, a second-degree felony? Guilty. So now it was time for their sentencing. And each charge, each aggravated child abuse charge, carries 1 to 15 years in prison. And in their plea agreements, both women agreed to serve prison time. They agreed that their sentences for each charge would run consecutively, meaning one charge after the other, one sentence after the other. Now, it is our understanding that the judge could possibly say, no, I think probation is more appropriate than prison time. The judge could maybe deviate from the plea agreements and say that the sentences should run concurrently, meaning together, not one after the other, maybe something like that. But we also have to be clear about Utah law, because under Utah law, the judge can only set a range for the sentences and whether the counts should run consecutively or concurrently. The judge can't determine the exact amount of time that each woman should serve in prison. In Utah, that is up to the Board of Pardons and Parole to determine. They determine later down the road when each woman gets released from prison. Now, before we even get into the sentencing, and there's a lot there, Law and Crime, on the eve of this sentencing, received a statement from Kevin Frankie's attorney. And it read, quote, Neither Kevin nor I will be making formal statements to the press, nor will Kevin be making a victim impact statement. Since the kids are still in the custody of Utah DCFS, Department of Child and Family Services, I suspect that neither will they be. Our only comment is that we trust the judge to sentence them both to the 1 to 15 years for each of the four counts to run consecutively and then let the Utah State Board of Pardons decide if that should be shortened or other conditions imposed. The treatment these children received at the hands of those who the children had a right to trust was horrific and inhumane both physically and psychologically. Kevin remains focused on the rehabilitation of those sweet and vulnerable children so that they might return to a normal life as soon as possible. Okay, February 20th, 2024, the sentencing of Ruby Frankie and Jody Hildebrand. First, we start off with Ruby Frankie. Here is Eric Clark, the Washington County attorney, providing a statement to the court. Listen to how he describes this environment that these kids were in. 
she committed horrible acts of child abuse. From May to August in 2023, Ms. Frankie and her business partner held her two children, ages 9 and 11, turning 12, in a concentration camp-like setting. The children were regularly denied food, water, beds to sleep in, and virtually all forms of entertainment. They were isolated from others and were hidden when people came to visit the house where the children and the defendants were staying. The children were forced to do physical tasks like carrying loaded boxes up and down stairs and wall sits or sitting against a wall without a chair or a stool for hours at a time. They were also forced to do manual labor outdoors in the extreme summer heat at times without shoes or socks. They were forced to stand outside on a cement patio in the summer heat for hours and even days at a time. They were beaten and the 12 year old was regularly bound hand and foot after he attempted to run away in mid-July. Heaven only knows how much longer he could have survived in that situation. Very vivid description right there. And it kind of echoes a lot of what we learned in their respective plea agreement paperwork, where we heard about the injury sustained by these two children and what Hildebrandt and Frankie did to them. But then listen to what Clark says about Frankie. After being caught, Ms. Frankie has shown considerable remorse, as evidenced by agreeing to serve consecutive prison terms and being willing to cooperate with the state against Ms. Hildebrandt. However, given the severity of the abuse she inflicted, consecutive terms are appropriate in this case. And we can't forget that, as I mentioned, Ruby was offered a deal to testify against Jody. This was, again, before Jody pled guilty. Clark had mentioned at the time that for her participation, the state wouldn't take a position when she would be up for parole. So they were really creating the situation where she was the cooperating witness in this. Doesn't take away from what she did, but it kind of gives you a flavor of that statement. Now, Frankie's attorney, Lamar Winward, made a statement saying when he first met Ruby Frankie, she was somewhat defensive and indoctrinated. But then she realized what she had done and that she's ready to face the consequences of her actions to take responsibility. And with that, we heard from Ruby Frankie herself. I would like to make a statement without any intent to change my stipulated sentence. For the past four years, I've chosen to follow counsel and guidance that has led me into a dark delusion. My distorted version of reality went largely unchecked as I would isolate from anyone who challenged me. I was led to believe that this world was an evil place filled with cops who control, hospitals that injure, government agencies that brainwash, church leaders who lie and lust, husbands who refuse to protect, and children who need abused. My choice to believe and behave this paranoia culminated into criminal activity for which I stand before you today ready to take accountability. Jody Hildebrandt was never my business partner, nor was I ever employed by her. I have never received wages from her or connections. Jody was employed as my son's counselor in 2019, and in 2020 I paid her to be my mentor. It is important to me to demonstrate my remorse and regret without blame. I take full accountability for my choices, and it is my preference that I serve a prison sentence. Again, very consistent with that statement that was released by her law firm before she pled guilty, blaming Jody. 
It was interesting. She said that Jody was never her business partner, started off as a counselor, paid to be her mentor. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Now, from there, Frankie actually thanked a number of people. She thanked the police who rescued her children. She thanked the medical professionals that treated her children. She even thanked her arresting officer. She said that when the cuffs were slapped on her, she realized the error of her ways. It kind of woke her up. She also apologized to her family and friends for bringing this cloud upon them, for not listening to their warnings, for turning her back on them. And then she focused on Kevin Frankie, her estranged husband, who actually has filed for divorce. Kevin, my husband of more than 23 years, you are the love of my life. I'm so sorry to leave to you to finish what we both started together. The ending of our marriage is a tragedy. And you are wrapped around my heart in a knot I'll never be able to undo. To my babies, over the past four years, I was in a deep undercurrent that led us to danger. going to tell you that law and crime trial producer Kathy Russin, who was in that courtroom during the sentencing, she reported that Kevin Frankie, who was in the courtroom as well, was reportedly crying. But from there, Frankie said that she is ready to do what is necessary. I am humbled and willing to serve a prison, a prison sentence as long as it takes to continue unraveling all of the misinformation I have believed and bought, swallowed and acted out. And for my family to heal and for the community to heal. And I understand this is going to take time. I'm committed to continuing my learning until all of my toxic layers are shed. And I am ready to re-enter as a contributing member of our beautiful society. Now I will tell you, I have heard a lot of statements from defendants before they're officially sentenced, okay? In my opinion, to me, that felt to be one of the more genuine ones. Doesn't take away from what she did. Not at all. Doesn't take away the fact that she needs to be punished. But in my view, 
it does make me wonder if it gives more credence to the idea that she was manipulated by Jody Hildebrand, which we will get to in a minute. But here was the judge officially sentencing Ruby Frankie. The sentence will be that Ms. Frankie served four counts, four one to 15 year sentences based on her convictions for four counts of aggravated child abuse. Again, they will serve consecutively, be served consecutively pursuant to the party's agreement. So four sentences to be run one after the other for all four charges. And under Utah law, as I said, the judge cannot set the exact prison term. That's up to the Board of Pardons and Paroles. They have wide latitude, wide discretion. The maximum, though, our understanding of the law is that either Jody or Ruby, the maximum they could serve is potentially 30 years in prison. Not sure that's what they'll ultimately get. That appears to be the maximum. There's also this issue of restitution for both Ruby and later on Jody when she was sentenced. And it's about what they owe in terms of the costs for continuing rehabilitation and treatment for these kids that they abused. And we reported earlier on Sidebar that Jody specifically, there was an injunction put in place that she couldn't sell any property off that could be used to cover those costs. The judge said in this sentencing hearing that that injunction remains in place. Prosecutors have indicated that they haven't prepared that restitution report yet, but that will come down the line. Hey, so we're going to get back to the Ruby Frankie and Jody Hildebrand story in just a minute. But look, one of the reasons that we're able to bring you these stories, and this is an important story to talk about and analyze, the reason we're able to do it is all because of the great support we get from our amazing partners. And I just want to highlight one in particular right now, Morgan & Morgan. I always love talking about Morgan & Morgan. They're the largest personal injury law firm in the whole country. And one of the things they do so well is they make it easy for their clients in these very difficult and traumatic personal injury cases. You know how they do that? They have completely modernized the process from submitting your claim to uploading documents to talking to your whole legal team. They have 4,000 support staff, by the way. It can all be done from your smartphone. That's it. You can see if you have a case in just a few minutes. And look, the truth is, if you're hurt, you need to know how to protect your rights. You need to know whether your injury could be worth millions of dollars. If you're going to take on big insurance companies that sometimes lowball offers, you need a big law firm. And Morgan & Morgan, they don't settle for those lowball offers. No, they recently won verdicts of $6.8 million in New York, $12 million in Florida, and $26 million in Pennsylvania. Mind you, these are all higher than the highest insurance offers for these accidents. And get this, the fee is absolutely free unless you win. So to start your claim now with Morgan & Morgan, go to forthepeople.com slash LC Sidebar. Click the link in the description and pinned in the comments. After Ruby Frankie was officially sentenced, it was then time for Jody Hildebrand to be sentenced. And we heard once again from Eric Clark, the prosecutor. And while his statement regarding Jody was very similar to Ruby recounting the same kind of abuse that these children suffered, it felt extra pointed against Jody Hildebrand. You see, he said that while Frankie, after being caught, showed remorse, he says Hildebrand was the complete opposite. After being caught, Ms. Hildebrand has shown little to no remorse for her actions. In telephone conversations that will be provided in full to the Board of Pardons and Parole, and which she knew to be recorded, she's repeatedly claimed that she is the victim and the children are the perpetrators. She's gone so far as to say that the things said in this proceeding and covered by the media today will be full of lies. 
The combination of three factors make Ms. Hildebrand a significant threat to the community. First, the severity of the abuse she caused to be inflicted on young children. Second, her attitude that everything she did was justified and that she is being wrongfully imprisoned. And third, her training as a therapist and aptitude for using online resources to convince others to follow her guidance. We didn't know about those phone calls. That's very interesting. We don't know the substance of those, but that is very interesting to hear. The idea has always been that Jody manipulated Frankie into all of this, that Jody is almost more of a danger to society than Ruby Frankie. That's what Eric Clark's saying. And I will tell you, it seemed like the judge was kind of agreeing. Listen to what happened when Douglas Terry, who represents Hildebrand, started speaking. As is always the case in cases that come before courts, there are two sides to every case. My experience with Ms. Hildebrandt is that she is not the person that she has been portrayed to be. But having said that, she has accepted responsibility in this case. Mr. Terry, you suggested that there are, there are two sides to every case. I generally agree with you. Ms. Hildebrand didn't make a statement to AP&P in, in the course of the pre-sentence investigation report. Correct. Why did she not make a, make a statement? She wanted to reserve her right to make a statement before the court today, and she has a brief statement that she wants to read, Your Honor. You can hear the judge sort of saying, hmm, two sides. Strange she didn't provide a statement before. Is she really remorseful about what she did? What is her second side exactly? Well, I'll tell you what. We heard from Jody Hildebrand herself. I sincerely love these children. I desire for them to heal physically and emotionally. One of the reasons I did not go to trial is that I did not want them to emotionally relive the experience which would have been detrimental to them. My hope and prayer is that they will heal and move forward to have beautiful lives. I am willing to submit to what the state feels would be an appropriate amount of time served to make restitution as an outcome. But the judge had some thoughts about that. Does Ms. Hildebrandt recognize that it's her behavior that, that caused the harm to the children that she's referred to in her statement? Your Honor, she recognizes that she was, along with Ms. Frankie, um, that, that she made decisions with respect to the discipline of those children that were wrong, that caused harm to those children. She fully recognizes that and accepts responsibility for that. Kind of hear Douglas Terry, Jody Hildebrandt's attorney, kind of saying, well, it wasn't just Hildebrandt, it was Ruby and Jody together. Now, here is what the judge ultimately decided with respect to Jody Hildebrandt. Ms. Hildebrandt, this, this circumstance is tragic. It's largely, of course, of your making. By any measure, your conduct in this case was disastrous for these children. Adults are supposed to protect children. Adults with specialized training in particular are supposed to protect children. You didn't do that in this case. In this, in this case, you terrorized children, and the results have been tragic. It's, 
what happened to these children and your philosophy in dealing with them frankly seems detached from reality or any objective standard of decency or, or even common sense. And the court finds that it is appropriate that you serve a prison sentence. The court finds under the statute, Utah Code 76-3-401, that given the gravity and circumstances of the offenses, the number of victims and the history and character and needs of the defendant that consecutive sentences are appropriate. The court imposes four one to 15 year sentences to be again served consecutively for each of the four counts of aggravated child abuse. Yeah, some of that commentary was very different than what he said to Ruby Frankie. It was a lot harsher, a lot harsher directed towards Jody Hildebrand, really focusing on the fact that she had a responsibility, she had a training that almost made it worse. And he sentenced her to the exact same thing as Ruby Frankie, four consecutive terms of one to 15 years in prison for each charge. But the drama did not end there. No, after the sentencing, the attorneys and a special guest made appearances outside the courthouse. Listen to the very sharp words from Prosecutor Eric Clark. The abuse was horrific, and it would have been apparent to anybody that would have seen the kids that something was wrong here. Is this some of the worst child abuse you've seen in your career? Yes, and not just in my career, but in our office's career, in our institutional memory, this is this is one of the worst child abuse cases we've seen. I, I hope that Jody does serve more. I think that that would only be fair. I think that Ruby should serve. That, so the sentence that they got is basically four to 30 years today, right? Yeah. Um, the, the four one-year minimum stack, and then in Utah, you're capped at 30 years. I, I think that a four-year minimum for Ruby's actions are entirely appropriate. I, um, I hope that Jody serves more time than that, and I hope that she isn't out of prison until everybody is completely confident that she's no longer a risk. And, and to get there, she's going to have to acknowledge that, that she has done wrong and that, that you can't use religion as a means to justify your, your crazy behavior. And Ruby Frankie's lawyer seemed to disagree. The prosecution said this is the worst child abuse case their office has ever seen. What's it like on the other side of that? I don't think it's the worst. I mean, he's representing a client who just pled guilty to aggravated child abuse and hopes she gets out one day. What's he going to say? That it's the worst child abuse he's ever seen? No. No, not surprising. But Hildebrandt's attorney, Douglas Terry, he faced some tough questions from reporters. Her home was essentially likened to a concentration camp. How did she square that? How did she walk around living in this community while there was a house of horrors? Um, I'm not prepared to respond to that. That's an allegation that I heard for the first time today. I mean, that's a, that's, that's a, a, a characterization by the prosecutors, which again is no surprise. But that's from their perspective on the records. You don't feel that's an accurate description? I do not. You disagree with that characterization? Has um, Ms. Hildebrandt, has she expressed remorse to you about what happened? Many times. Many times. What is her remorse? What, what is she sorry about? That, that she didn't make different decisions and, and that would have uh, resulted in the children being more protected. Is she delusional? And then, in a surprise twist, Adam Steed, 
who is a claimed victim of Jody Hildebrand. He has spoken out about her before. He actually took the microphone of our reporter on the ground, Sierra Gillespie, and he had some things to say about Jody Hildebrand. Do you guys want to know who Jody Hildebrand is? <laughs> Here, I'll, I'll answer your questions. He's her attorney. He can't answer them. I fought against Jody Hildebrand with my family and everybody to stop this monster of a lady. And Jody went after me. She went after me, destroyed my life in the craziest way you could ever think of possible. I almost like fell over in the courtroom when I heard Jody say that she loved those children. Jody doesn't love children. Jody's like Ted Bundy. Wow. Emotional day. Emotional day. Tough day. Kind of puts a point at the end of a story that we have been focusing on since August. At one point, we thought there was going to be a trial. But there you have it. Jody Hildebrandt, Ruby Frankie, behind bars for the foreseeable future after they committed these atrocious acts against two innocent young children. We will, of course, continue to monitor what happens next in this saga. That is all we have for you here on Sidebar, everybody. Thank you so much for joining us. Please subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Jesse Weber. I'll speak to you next time.